spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Minutes past year of two on Joy 99.7 FM. 205, we're alive by His grace and mercy. Yeah, introducing you to a post independence day edition, Ghana month edition of Ultimate Health with me, Naughty by Nature. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. lots to say about my country Ghana I did not I did not like the military response to the gruesome murder beating up people who are showing no signs of resistance rather obedience is not my idea of freedom and justice and condemn totally the matter of the uh, young soldier. But in no way do I reconcile with our motto of freedom and justice, this behavior of the military. No apologies. You're welcome to Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM. Let me go for an oldie by uh, A.B. Krenzel and Oman Hinipozo.
Try make no mistake, it's still ultimate health on Joy 99.7 with me, Naughty by Nature. Ghana month, Ghana month. Last week we uh, took a look at the uh, use of animals, medicine from behind. Today we also take a look at something quite common and well expressed and captured in uh, our local parlance. I'm talking about piles, hemorrhoids, yes. also known as cocoa. I have with me the consultant gastroenterologist, Dr. Yao. I put that before his Kenneth Techi. I believe last week he shared with us that he comes from the Volta region, uh, Bando to be precise. In the background, I've got A.B. Krenzel as well, uh, showing you that way before haircuts and domestic debt management, uh, the Akwetechele was giving loans. Joy, 99.7 FM. Hello, good afternoon, Dr. Techi. Are you with us? Can you hear me? Hello, Dr. Chiti. If you can unmute, uh, can you hear me? Let me just check my technical settings and uh, see if Dr. Techi can hear me. Hello, Doc, can you hear me? Okay, please. I'm I'm calling you... Right, I'm trying to uh, connect with Dr. Kenneth Yao Techi. He's head of gastroenterology at the Collibut Teaching Hospital. He's a consultant gastroenterologist and also a hepatologist dealing with the liver, liver and um, the digestive system. Hello, good afternoon, Dr. Teji. Okay. My wife is Back in a sec. Joy, 99.7 FM. Okay, I think I have Dr. Techi on the phone, rather. Good afternoon, Doc. Hi. Yes. Uh, You see, uh, we need to find some traditional equivalent for the Zoom, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Using African electronics. But great to have you this afternoon on Ultimate Health. Thanks for having me. Right, right. Last week, we we tried to tidy up on the use of enemas. 
the what rectal application or injection of fluids for various medical reasons um we covered most of the territory is there anything you feel we we need to highlight or we were not able to touch on well i think that um, last week we covered pretty everything on nmsc of course i think we ended with the complications but just as a reminder you know, we said that the complications, the most common complication is actually injury to the anterior aspect. Of Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Direct, uh, because of poorly directed nozzle of the of the anima uh, equipment. Yeah. But also more important, uh, other important complications could include renal failure or kidney damage simply because the of the toxicity of some of the substances that are used for these animals and okay. the listed that could be as dangerous as car batteries and people actually use things like that right um, or sometimes even fluid overload because again you know sometimes people use very large volumes and if we if not evacuated uh, can actually sit into the system or become systemic and lead to complications. Okay. And so we concluded by saying that, yes, animals have some role in, in medical practice, but certainly it must be if it's being used for being used by an experienced person. But certainly if there is an obstruction, so if you have an acute or sudden onset of constipation, then animals should be your last resort. You should not try an animal. Okay, great stuff. So um, uh, we're still down under today. We're looking at the common, uh, uh, should I say, lo a lower gastrointestinal problem of hemorrhoids, also known as piles or cocoa. Now, I started by uh, setting you up and seeing if we can get an LA name. I've asked a couple of LA friends. I'm still getting just cocoa. Um, yeah. um, is there is there any reason why it's called or referred to as cocoa? Um, I don't know the historical background of the name cocoa. Right. Uh, but let me be quick to add that as a practitioner, I have come to realize that when the ordinary man says cocoa, it may not necessarily be applying to what you have described as piles or hemorrhoids. Okay. So, in traditional medicine, the term cocoa has become synonymous with uh, uh, sometimes a red protrusion in any part of the body or has as, as been used as an index of severe disease. 
Okay. And so you would see many times people would come to the hospital with complaints and they interpret it as they have cocoa and it could be in the eyes, in the ears, in the brain, in the rectum, in the stomach. And so for me as a practitioner, in my few years of practice, one of the symptoms I pray against that patients who come and complain about is that they have cocoa. Right. Because then you do not know exactly whether they mean your understanding of cocoa or they mean something else. Okay. So uh, that's the little I would like to say about the historical background of cocoa. Right. Indeed, I found in my reading that uh, I've seen cocoa of the penis, cocoa of uh, the eyes, uh, yeah. and so many other uh, references. So I guess uh, it renders it a quite uh, vague or ambiguous term. But let's scope it down to what we're talking about. Uh, piles or hemorrhoids. What what are these? Yes, Doc. Yeah, hi. Yeah, I'm asking what, what what are hemorrhoids or piles? Okay, so hemorrhoids are it's like distended veins in the beginning of the back passage or anorectal region, and okay. I say distended veins for the purposes of this discussion. So let me just give an illustration. So for many of us, if you look at the back of your hands, you would see that there are some veins there. Right. And typically, if you go to the to the hospital and the lab scientist wants to take a sample, they would apply some tonicky to the hand to cause some obstruction. And then you see that the veins become more prominent. Okay. Now, in the anorectal region, we also have these veins. and. The, the skin or the covering in that region is similar to what you would find in the in the say your cheeks, all right. And so you see distended veins. You see veins. Normally they are flat, but if for any reason the flow of blood and blood typically will be flowing towards the heart, right? If for any reason the flow of blood in these veins is slowed down or obstructed, then these veins become distended and visible, and that's when we call that's what we call hemorrhoids okay right uh, distended meaning what inflamed enlarged uh, can we break that down for my listeners when we say distended? okay so distended meaning that they become bigger than usual okay similar to what you would see i mean even if you when you put something tight around your wrist exactly you see that the veins become what happens bigger. to the veins okay and so even if you did not if they were not visible to the eye you know prior to applying the uh, tonicky, mm -hmm. they become visible. Okay. Right. So once they are visible, we say you have hemorrhoids. Right. Uh, other things can, like you said, inflame and other things are things that can happen to the hemorrhoids, okay. uh, which will make them to become symptomatic. Okay. Great. If you've just joined us, it's uh, 18 minutes past the hour of two on Joy 99.7 FM. The program is Ultimate Health, your ultimate guide to healthy living with me, Norte by Nature. Uh, We're discussing a common uh, medical presentation, uh, even if you look at it within the uh, traditional African medicine or medical uh, confines, cocoa, right? But uh, we've just been told by my uh, resource person, uh, who's a specialist or consultant gastroenterologist, uh, that cocoa often in our local Ghanaian parlance is extended or expanded to refer to many other presentations and not just the uh, rectal or anal 
complication we are talking about. So um, if you have any questions, concerns, WhatsApp is 055-1111-997. We're live on Facebook and uh, you should be able to uh, direct your questions through me, through Joy 99.7 FM to our resource person, Dr. Kenneth Yao Techi from Pando. Yeah, I, I want to uh, emphasize that. Uh, so, yes, very important. Very, very important from Pando. Right. Pardon? If you are from Pando, you are called an Akpini. Akpini? Yeah. Okay, right. We're learning. Okay, Doc, um, I, 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 I hear that there seems to be a distinction between anal and rectal. Um, yes. to, and I heard you use anorectal and other, you know, terms. Can you just yes. distinguish that for my listeners? What do we mean when we say anal or anus? And what do we mean when we say rectal or rectum? Okay, so um, the rectum is actually a continuation of your anus. Mm -hmm. So the, if, I mean, for many of us, when we, when you look, if you're able to look at the back passage, you see the a continuation of your normal skin. So that skin begins the tube and that is the part so maybe the first one to two centimeters is your anus and then just above that the lining changes to what i described as what is in your cheeks and that is where you would typically get the, the these hemorrhoids and so for the continuation from there to about the next 18 centimeters inside the tube mm -hmm. is what is the referred to as the rectum okay. so it's just a continuous tube distinguished by the lining Right. Okay. So, um, in the example we used of the wrist and putting a tight band around the wrist to expose the veins or cause them to become distended or enlarged, uh, with regard to the veins in the rectum or the rectal, inorectal uh, passage, what would cause hemorrhoids or cause the distension of the veins? Right. Thank you. So a number of things, but if we should all understand that anything that would obstruct the flow of blood towards your heart. And I would start with very common things. And so the ladies listening to us, many would know that when they get pregnant, the pressure in the abdominal area increases and therefore that causes obstruction. And so many women who are pregnant will develop uh, hemorrhoids. Again, if they're women and they have fibroids, is the same mechanism. But also for persons who work in occupations where they have to sit for long hours, long distance drivers, office sitting, the sitting posture itself, you know, cuts down. I mean, if you sit, you see that compared to standing erect, then the flow of blood is obstructed. So prolonged sitting is also a contributor to, to hemorrhoids. If you are obese, okay, so it's just like carrying a lot of blood again in your abdominal or tummy area that also causes obstruction to flow. Right. People who's, and I said sitting, but we can also look at it the other way. This is, we all use the WC. And unfortunately, some people have turned the, the washroom into a library. And so you go sit on the WC for hours, or maybe not hours, but long minutes. Right. And you are reading there. That posture itself, you know, promotes the development of, of hemorrhoids. Right. A very important contributor to hemorrhoids is constipation. So, you know, of course, when you strain, you're trying to push things from up down, which means that your 
preventing things from moving from down up. Right. And that is again known to contribute to constipation. In fact, that's a very a leading cause of constipation. Right. right. I mean, being inactive itself is known to, to because again, activity promotes blood flow towards the heart. So if you are inactive or less active, then the blood stays there and it's more likely to pull and cause distension distension of the vein. So these are some of the common causes of Hemorrhage. Okay, great. Uh, 14, uh, 23 minutes past the hour of two on Joy 99.7 FM. We're having a very interesting um, and hopefully uh, educative discussion on hemorrhoids, piles, cocoa, uh, uh, as we've specified in the introduction with Dr. Kenneth Yao Techi of the gastroenterology unit of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital. He's a consultant gastroenterologist and also a senior lecturer with the uh, medical school. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, WhatsApp is 055-1111-997. Uh, and uh, I see a couple up there. Uh, this one says, good afternoon, please ask Dr. Techi the simple remedy for Persistent heartburn, even after taking antacid. You see, Sami Nekropong is waiting to do his consultation on Sunday yeah. afternoon. Um, um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. But let's stick to uh, piles, right? So any 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 uh, concerns you want to share or exp uh, express on WhatsApp, 055-11-11997. I'm told by my producer, Abeku, uh, that there's a challenge with Facebook as we are streaming currently but it will be up uh, i believe after the program or you'll get the uh, facebook lead as well put up there right so uh, doc we've 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 uh, examined some of the possible causes long sitting uh, extreme pressure uh, due to obesity due to pregnancy anything that may obstruct the flow of blood and then um, i think constipation constipation all right these are well understood. How would I know, since I don't go down there, um, are there signs and symptoms that may indicate that I have hemorrhoids? How would I know? Are there signs and symptoms? Yes. So thank you very much. Um, first, uh, what I would like to say is that hemorrhoids are a very common occurrence. Uh, indeed, data shows that 4% of the general population would have hemorrhoids at any particular time. Right. In fact, for persons who are above 50 years, 50% are thought to have hemorrhoids. So the hemorrhoids are pretty common. In okay. fact, we believe that this data is actually an underestimation because, you know, people feel very uh, uncomfortable going to discuss things down there. And so not many of them will come to the attention of clinicians for us to document the, the true prevalence. Okay. The second thing I would like to add is that you do not need to go checking if you have hemorrhoids or not. Hemorrhoids are only important when they cause symptoms. So okay. asymptomatic hemorrhoids, no problem. Right. And indeed, if we do any tests on you and we find hemorrhoids and the reason for the test was not hemorrhoids, we don't even bother to go treat these hemorrhoids. Okay. But how would I know that I have hemorrhoids? So yes, the hemorrhoids are these descended holes. They become a problem if they grow too large, if, like you said, if they get a, uh, um, if they protrude 
beyond, you know, so we describe that they are inside, but it can actually protrude outside and become visible okay. because they've become too large. It can bleed. It can cause itching. It can cause pain when it gets inflamed. Right. Right. So these are some of the, so, so you feel feeling of a mass in the rectum. Right. Pain. Bleeding, which should, should should alarm everybody. Okay. But what I would like to add quickly is that in all these, except for bleeding, which I think should alarm everybody, it's not enough. To, you cannot rely on these symptoms alone to conclude that you have hemorrhoids. Okay. In fact, anybody having any of these things down there in the anal region must be concerned about other things. Because these symptoms can mimic what I would call more serious diseases. So right. you could have a, an erectile cancer, and it will bleed. It would cause pain. It would protrude. So whilst I've mentioned these symptoms, I'm saying don't equate the occurrence of these symptoms to the presence of hemorrhoids. Okay. Now, the bleeding from hemorrhoids is also very classical. So sometimes you will describe these to your doctors, and your doctors may be a little more assured that is a hemorrhoid. So the bleeding from hemorrhoids are bright red compared to bleeding that you would get, for example, if you if you cut yourself. And you remember when I started for the purposes of this discussion, I'll say mm-hmm. these are distended veins. Right. But in natural fat, we know that they are not just veins, but it's actually a co- collection of vascular tissue. So bleeding from hemorrhoids usually are bright red. Okay. And they tend to Space. So you see that if you use a WC, it would splash along on you know in around the, in the, the bowl or the basin of the WC. Right. right. Those are some of the things that would help us to identify that these are hemorrhoids. Okay. And of course, if you strain and you see a protrusion, or the place becomes very itchy, mm-hmm. again hemorrhoids because of certain complications. Discharge from the hemorrhoid can cause itching, even though the hemorrhoids themselves don't itch. Now, but when we say symptoms, so these are symptoms. These are the things that you would complain to us, which would make us say that you have we suspect hemorrhoids. Okay. The next thing for a doctor to do then is to look for the signs of hemorrhoids. So examine you and come to a conclusion that you have hemorrhoids. Mm-hmm. Now, nobody should can diagnose hemorrhoids simply based on the presentation, and I discourage you know practitioners from doing that because okay. I've said that it could be a sign of a more serious disease. Again, with many doctors who put a finger through your back passage to examine you. Uh, if your hemorrhoids have become large or they are protruding or appeared outside, the doctor may be able to say that you have hemorrhoids. But because these are veins and they are collapsible, mm-hmm. when I put a finger there, it would collapse, so I may not feel it. So it's right. very difficult, again, for a doctor to put a finger through your back passage and say, oh, what do you have complained about? Is or are hemorrhoids? Okay. What every patient must get is some degree or some level of, you know, examination of the back passage using an instrument. It could be a very office-based instrument and uh, proctoscope. Right. It's very short. You just put it there. To so some, something that does what, imaging. Pardon? Something that does imaging that looks into, into so the, the passage. So the doctor must visualize, visualize. Must visualize right. the hemorrhoid and be certain that these are hemorrhoids. Okay. So you can't just do a digital rectal examination, put your finger up there, and uh, conclude that this is 
uh, a case of hemorrhoids. You need. I, I would. I would not. I would not recommend that. Okay. Simply because there are more serious diseases diseases that can present with the same symptoms okay. of hemorrhage. All right. Great stuff. 31 minutes past the hour of 2 on Joy 99.7 FM. We're having a very uh, revealing discussion on cocoa specific to hemorrhoids or piles. Inflammation of the uh, vessels down there in your lower regions or your anorectal region. Our guest is Dr. Kenneth Yao Techi. And uh, we're, we're learning a lot, and we're learning that uh, a hemorrhoid or some of the signs and symptoms could overlap with other more serious underlying conditions, hence the need for a thorough, conclusive uh, assessment process, which our doctor has uh, just kindly shared with us. If you have any questions, concerns, uh, WhatsApp is 055 and our phone lines I will activate shortly. Let me see. Good afternoon, Norte. Please get the correct pronunciation of the name Techi from the doctor. He said Tachi. Uh, doc, I'm, I'm being asked to correct it. I'll come back to you in a sec. Right? Uh, this is from Francis Jarvis Tachi, I believe. Huh? <laughs> Francis Medekukulo. Um, good afternoon. Hello, Norte. Can hemorrhoids... Oh be operated upon learning a lot though this is elinam in adenta we'll get to interventions and then i have uh, please ask the doctor have a spine i have or i have a spinal cord injury due to an accident i can't yep. walk without clutches i am uh, always confined to the bed as such i have oh. frequent constipation what oh. can i do to reduce the constipation and the pains okay and then this one says can hemorrhoids be a contributing factor for anal fistula? Kwame Dansoman. Doc, the people are galloping away from us, but let me read a couple of more, a couple more, and see if we can address them. Good afternoon, Norte. Hemorrhoids, Coco, affected my father, senior brothers, and now me. Aha. Uh -huh. I read something like that just this morning. Is it hereditary? Thanks. I am Komla. Doc, is, it, is there a reason why I'm getting all your Voltarians responding? All right. Good, good afternoon, Norte. Support. All right, support. Okay, Voltaic support. Um, somebody's still typing. Wow. Abeku, you are moving too fast for me. Uh, have I read all of them? I think so. Right? There are a couple more coming in. WhatsApp is 055-111-997. This is uh, Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM. Uh, with me, Norte by nature, I have Dr... Henry Yao Tachi. Efo uh, Tachi. Papa. Can we respond to some of these uh, queries? Now, one of the things I was going to ask is this hereditary thing, because I was reading uh, from somebody in the U.S., actually, not from the Volta region, sharing that uh, his father had it and uh, a couple of them also uh, seem prone to it. Is, it, is there any, uh, should I say, validation yes. of this? Yes, so there's definitely a familial component to to hemorrhoids. Okay. So that, yes, if a member of your family has hemorrhoids, you are at a higher risk of also having hemorrhoids. And okay. the simple reason is that, yes, there are some genetic re or, or contributions to the vasculature, that or to the veins and the, the firmness of the tissues that we described in the norectal region. So that's what okay. to So persons with this familial history are known to have less same, if you like, mucosal lining and veins, and that is what is known to contribute to uh, 
the familial hemorrhoids. Okay. But it does not necessarily mean that if a family member has, you would also have. Okay. You just have to take the necessary precautions. Right. Uh, the question of, yes, definitely spinal injuries are known to contribute to, to hemorrhoids because they predispose first to inactivity and also to constipation. Right. And so persons, unfortunately, who have spinal injury would have to battle with some uh, degree of hemorrhoids. Okay. And to answer that person, uh, I think that he has to come to the clinic and we can, I can, we can manage his constipation risk. Okay. And I'm sure that his, his neurosurgeons can manage his, his uh, pain. Problem. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Great uh, stuff. A uh, couple more uh, questions. Uh, Doc, let me just ask, uh, how much blood are you losing? If you're talking about a splatter in the WC basin, yeah. uh, yeah. and would this predispose you to anemia related to hemorrhoids? Yes. So, in fact, the people I've seen people bleed from hemorrhoids and come with with an eight, a blood level of three, when wow. actually their blood level should be above eleven. Wow. So, remember what I said earlier. Many people are unwilling to report these things. Okay. In fact, in this week, I have seen an adult male who has been bleeding since August last year. Wow. And only came to me. Uh, last week. Adult male rectal Adult bleeding. Male. Yes, because, well, he thought, it was, and I suspect that he may have hemorrhoids. We are yet to go visualize it. Right. But people are uncomfortable reporting this. So you can actually bleed torrentially at once. Wow. And remember I said that these are not vein bleeding. So it's actually your artery. And depending on which it can, if it ruptures, it can bleed severely. So as your heart Even pumps, it is, normally it is gushing. The typical bleeding is small, small bleeding. In fact, some, it might start with just blood on the tissue when you clean. Right. right. But you can drop your blood level to as low as possible. Wow. And people have died from bleeding hemorrhoids. All right. But you did mention and you did signal earlier that um, by and large, they are benign and they are not a problem until they start to manifest or evidence these symptoms. Am I right? Correct. Okay. Right. So if you have any concerns, questions, experiences with COCO, right, specific to the down under regions, that's what we're talking about. I know and Doc has confirmed that it is extended uh, to apply to other uh, parts of the body. But today we are talking about the down under version, right, in your anorectal regions. Uh, we have an expert on the line. Uh, Doc, having mentioned expert or consultant, is this something that should be handled, uh, should I say, by a general practitioner, or do we need somebody as qualified and specialized as you? Oh, no. So, for every well-trained medical doctor should be able to diagnose and treat hemorrhoids. Okay. Uh, because truth, be, truth is, most hemorrhoids are uncomplicated. And when I say uncomplicated, so the little pain, the bleeding, can be managed by most doctors. Um, of course, occasionally, when you present to your doctor, your doctor may send you to a gastroenterologist because they want to be sure that you're not, you do not have any other thing up there right. or lower down. So, for okay. a gastroenterologist, for example, do the visualization or a colonoscopy to make sure that this is just hemorrhoids and nothing else. Okay. But otherwise, they are indeed. Many people who have hemorrhoids would have noticed themselves mm -hmm. that certain lifestyle changes help. 
Okay. And so they begin to adapt adapt these even before they come to to the doctor's attention. Right. And some of the things they would have noticed, well, as you've mentioned, constipation contributes. So anybody who has hemorrhoids is encouraged to always maintain, uh, if you like, soft tools. Right. And this can come from just increasing the fiber in your diet, taking in more fluids, and being more active. Okay. All right. So don't stay on the toilet bowl for long hours. Know that the toilet is meant for for evacuation. So, so, and so, so when you go there, if you two three minutes, nothing comes. Don't sit there and keep straining and straining. Okay. Move, no. come back another time. Right. All right. So yes, Doc. Since you are the, the in there down there plumber, so to speak, um, uh, we go to the toilet and uh, we do the do. Right. We download yes. Hotmail. All right. Yes. But. Yes. Um, so straining should be an indication that something is not okay. Is that that's what your suggestion suggesting that if our diet is okay and we have all the yeah. fiber and the, the, all the necessary constituents, we should not strain when we uh, uh, go At to all. the loo. We should not be straining. No. So if you are straining, it's already an indicator, a flag. Well, oh? let me let me clarify. You mm -hmm. have to strain to evacuate, but I'm sure okay. everybody excessive straining. All right, excessive excessive straining. All right, should not. Yeah. Okay. Right. And if you strain one, you know, a little, you know, something comes out. Right. But if you strain, nothing comes. You strain the second, and then there's a problem. So it's not a fight. Yes. <laughs> I <laughs> like that. Okay. Right. But the other thing I wanted to ask before I give you a breather and then try to read some of my messages and hopefully take some calls is that I've read that the WC, though, uh, let me mm. call it an innovation or technological yeah. advancement, which mm. we are quite happy with, right, mm. uh, yes. puts us in a position which doesn't suit our digestive tract yep. and doesn't suit easing. Exactly. And actually, we evacuation, if I can use that word, actually we're designed to uh, squat. Yep. And therefore, I've seen and read researches and watched videos where you are mm. encouraged to place a kind of footstool mm. or yep. step in front of your WC to elevate your knees to, mm. to, to, to actually simulate a kind of squatting position. Can you comment on that quickly before I take a breather to go? Yes. Yeah. So, you're absolutely right. And uh, the way our forefathers used to evacuate or go to toilet right. was the right posture. Free range. If you remember, the, the <laughs> last week I tried to describe the anatomy and the alignment of the rectum. Right. Now, sitting on the WC is a wrong position for evacuating that tube. Okay. So, especially for persons who come who have problems with constipation, mm -hmm. we encourage them that when you sit on the WC, have a stool, mm -hmm. and so that your knees are above the level of the, or right. like your buttocks or more towards your, your knees are you know below or above the, the level of the WC. So, so and that puts you in a position like you know like your grandfathers used to do. Free range. All right. And that aligns the rectum very well, and it's easier for you to give up. The All other right. thing we recommend anybody having problems with constipation is to every day, maybe after a meal, just go to the abuse and attempt to evacuate. Because okay. some reflex is set up, and you can take advantage of that to help you in the evacuation. All right, great stuff. I'm going to switch and try and read a couple of messages and come back to my, my guest, uh, gastroenterologist, Dr. Uh, Yao. Uh, and he spells his, his uh, Y-A-W. Uh, I thought it would be um, 
Y-A-O, but that's his name. Uh, let me read a couple of messages. Okay, this one says, uh, this is from Francis Jarvis Tachi. We hear stories like don't eat okro when you've got cocoa. Any scientific basis for this? This one says, good afternoon, Norte. Does alcohol intake cause or accelerate the development of hemorrhoids? Joe in Tema. And Doc, if you could take note of these questions. This one says, good afternoon. Uh, I have serious hemorrhoids. I have bleeding for over 10 years now. Wow. I went for endoscopy to confirm that and I'm preparing for a surgery. But of late, I've been experiencing serious waist pains. One, may I know if my waist pain is a result of this condition? And uh, two, is surgery safe for me? This is Selom in Adenta. This one says, good afternoon, Efo doctor. Mm-hmm. Please, can hemorrhoids develop into anal fistula? Esinam in ho. Wow. Doc, regional uh, <laughs> representation. Norte asked Doc, if varicose veins can predispose you to cocoa, does lubricating the anal passage with sheer butter help? A-L in Tema. Can hemorrhoids be a contributing factor for anal fistula? This is Kwame Dansoman. I think we've read that. Uh, are there any... Are hemorrhoids infectious, transferable from an infected or affected person who has used the toilet to another? <laughs> Ultimate Health on uh, Joy 99.7 FM with me, Norte by Nature. Doc, can it cause anal fistula? All right. Okay, you guys are fixated on fistula, but it tells me I have discerning listeners. Good afternoon, Norte. I had hemorrhoids uh, operation about some 20 years ago, and of late, I've been experiencing enlargement of the prostate, which affects my anus. Please, does prostate and hemorrhoid uh, have common links? Uh, thanks, FM in Pram Pram. <laughs> Good afternoon, please. The, uh, there are these black spot-like growths that can occur on the skin around the neck and other parts of the face, uh, which others refer to as cocoa. Please, how do we avoid and treat these growths? From Niaite in Dakuman. All right. Uh, I don't normally bleed. Please. Uh, which one is this? Uh, good afternoon, Norte. I'm suffering from this ailment. It comes out each time I ease myself that I always have to push it back before I would be comfortable. It was small, but it is growing large that when I'm pushing it back, I feel pains. I visited a doctor and was given some medication that she said would shrink it. But up to now, I can't see any sign of shrinking. I don't feel any pain when it is inside, but the moment it comes out, I feel pains. I do not normally bleed. All right, I have a lot uh, for Dr. Tachi. Uh, the airway pronunciation of cocoa is... Hey, Maoli says cocoa. I know, cocoa. This is from Maoli, cocoa. Spelled cocoa, but um, all right, I'm trying to ewalize it. Eh? The same way alligator is alligator. <laughs> Doc, are you there? Evoyao. Okay, Norte, I'm Sam. I've been experiencing pain in the waist when I stand on my feet for long working. Uh, also, stomach pains, taking medication, famotidine. Eh? 
tidin, uh, which might be the cause. I don't quite get it. So hello. Yes, doc. Is this doc? No. Doctor Techi. Hello. Hello. Yes, is it Doctor Techi or a caller? Hello. Hello. Yes, Doc, are you back online? It looks like I'm getting a mix-up a bit between a caller and our resource person. We'll take calls in about three minutes. Let's see if we can get some answers for some of these WhatsApp questions. So let's put Dr. Techi back. If you've just joined us, uh, 47 minutes past year or two on Joy 99.7 FM, uh, part of our Ghana month, we're looking at common uh, medical presentations. Uh, today we're looking at hemorrhoids, piles, or cocoa specific to the rectal area. Doc, are you back with me now? Hello. Yes, Doc, I can hear you. Correct, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, were, you, were you able to note the, the flow? I, I, I got many of them. Okay, can we uh, have some, your, some of your responses, please, kindly? So, yes, so quickly I'll run through them. No, um, hemorrhoids are not infectious, so if somebody uses a toilet and you go use it afterwards, you cannot get hemorrhoids. Okay. Um, can hemorrhoids cause anal fistula? No. Hemorrhoids on their own cannot cause fistulae. However, inappropriate treatment of hemorrhoids. So fistulae basically are a connection between the rectum or the anus and the skin surrounding the anus. So sometimes people do all sorts of things to their hemorrhoids. Okay. And then that can now create a crack between the lining of the rectum mm -hmm. and the skin. So Hemorrhoids, if left alone or treated by qualified persons, cannot cause uh, an anal fistula. Great. Any correlation between varicose veins and hemorrhoids? Yes and no. So varicose veins do not cause hemorrhoids. However, the conditions that predispose to hemorrhoids, remember what we said, if there's an obstruction, right. basically that obstruction is also affecting the veins on your leg. Okay. And therefore, the, those veins would equally become prominent and can also... Uh, and then, just as you develop hemorrhoids, you would also develop uh, uh, varicose veins. But okay. one does not lead to the other. Okay. Is there a relationship between prostate and hemorrhoids? Yes. Persons who have prostate disease or, or enlarged prostate typically would have to be straining at maturation. Okay, when they want to pass urine, right. they have to strain a lot. Mm -hmm. And that is very similar to the kind of straining we, we, we des describe for, for constipation. All right. And so... Indeed, if you have hemorrhoids and you're going to and you have enlarged prostate, yeah. your prostate issue must be sorted out before you go for uh, hemorrhoid treatment. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, the, the person who has to push this protrusion back, if those mm -hmm. protrusions are hemorrhoids, yeah. then it means that this person now has what we call a grade 3 hemorrhoid. Right. And because, you know, if it's inside, it's grade 1. Right. If it comes and goes on its own, it's grade two. If right. it comes and you have to manually push it back, it's grade three. And okay. if it comes and you cannot manually push it back, then it's grade four. Okay. Grade three and four hemorrhoids on grade three. Let me deal with grade three. Right. Uh, do not respond very well, or the response to medical therapy mm -hmm. is low. Okay. And so, if a trial of medical therapy is failing, then this person should should. Um, see a doctor, and then they can go to the next level of, of treatment. Okay. Um, can hemorrhoids cause waist pain? No, hemorrhoids on their own would not cause waist pain. Right. But unfortunately, or 
oftentimes it's the same disease which is causing the, the, the waist pain, mm-hmm. which is also causing the hemorrhage. Okay. And so it's not like the hemorrhage causing waist pain. Right. Um, somebody had a growth on the on the face, which they think is hemorrhage, like we've said. In traditional medicine, any growth or severe disease is now attributed or classified as hemorrhage. But mm-hmm. medically, that's not a hemorrhage. And so we, we that person has to see uh, right. Especialist to decide are those, what, are those what we call are. the li- liver warts. The, are they what we call liver warts? Uh, on black skin, it looks a bit like uh, fre- yes. freckles, so, but it gets a bit bigger. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. so it could be. Yeah. In All right. fact, there are actually some groups also uh, which are residual effects of hemorrhoids, right. like in our tax. So sometimes you look at your inner region and you see all these black, black, you know, tags or. Okay loose skin mm-hmm. they are oftentimes complications of hemorrhoids so the right. hemorrhoids before they become painful oftentimes are thrombosed so there's a clot in there and oh. that can get acutely painful right and so after a couple of days the uh, blood recedes mm-hmm. and then it leaves the sac that was containing the blood outside and you see these as in outer okay some very daring people go cutting these off and if not done by by a professional, you mm. may end up with an inner picture, which is a bigger problem. Right. Okay. So we should be yes. p- playing around with these things ourselves. Somebody suggested that they'd had surgery and they've mm. had some recurrence as well. Somebody also mentioned that uh, they've been uh, told that they would require surgery and they're asking, would surgery be good for them? In the absence of any further details and specific patient history, are you able to comment on this? Yes. So... Surgery definitely is an option, like I mentioned, especially for grade 3 and 4 hemorrhoids. Okay. And 95, 99% in experience and surgery for hemorrhoids is effective. Uh, surgery, if done well, should not recur typically because what the surgery involves is to remove the, those vascular tissues. Okay. And so should not recur so the recurrence rate really is very low. Okay. Uh, what I would say is that if you're having symptoms of recurrence, please see your doctor and let them confirm that that these truly are hemorrhoids. Okay. Because like I have said, uh, there are many, many things that can mimic hemorrhoids. And so we should not, and sometimes these are very serious diseases. And right. so we should not play with these symptoms uh, and classify them as hemorrhoids when they truly would be something All could right. be something more serious great we have a couple of minutes left doc uh, i'll give you a breather um i'm wondering if traditionally uh, we have an equivalent to a gastroenterologist in traditional medicine eh? or are they just classified as t- traditional healers is there is there anything you know of uh, persons who specialize in traditional medicine in the gastrointestinal tract and then the other thing I want to ask you before I give you a breather and then come back and also allow some phone calls is, uh, Charlie, this job down there looking and visualizing and all these things, um, I'm looking at your face. <laughs> you, you're seeing stuff, right? Yeah, but hey. I'm very used to it. I mean, I tell you know, people who come to the endoscopy, let's say senior residents, trainees, that, I mean, these days... I encourage patients when they come that, oh, this is the only place we don't charge latrine fee. So feel free, bring it out whilst we are doing our procedure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I could step out of the colonoscopy room and be having a cup of coffee. Wow. Uh, we're used to it. You finish <laughs> looking up somebody's yes, derriere yes. and then you have a cup of coffee. Right next to the procedure room. 
Wow. Yeah, Prof. Uh, Akosa used to tell me that uh, I think his uh, father-in-law years back asked him whether he eats meat. And <laughs> he's a pathologist. All right, I'll give my doc a couple of uh, minutes and see if I can retrieve some of the messages I have here. Stick and stay. Join 99.7 FM Ultimate Health. We're talking about piles. Phone line is 030-221-6541. I'll be back. All right. Um, hmm. Okay, let me also take a breather. All right, this one from Kay says, Hello, Norte. Which foods cause or predispose a person to piles? Is there any home remedy to soothe the pain? Hopefully we can get to uh, touch that or carry on next week. Please, can we have the doctor's phone number? Hmm. Uh, this one says, Norte, I'm Sam. I've been experiencing waist pains when I stand on my feet, uh, working, uh, stomach pains from taking the medication. Let me see if I can pronounce it properly now for doctor here. Famotidin. No, famotidin. Right? Mm-hmm. Famotidin. What might be the cause? Right? He gets waist pains and he's taking some medication. Uh, he's asking what the cause is. Can we please have the doctor's phone number? I typically tell you where the doctors or resource persons are located and um, unless they give me express permission, we don't give out their personal numbers. So, uh, Doc, coming back quickly, um, any foods that predispose to piles, maybe constipation? Yes, so foods that low-fiber diet predispose to constipation and therefore hemorrhage. And so let me rather say the the foods that you should eat Mm-hmm. would include make sure that your diet is balanced have vegetables fruits and taking a lot of fluid okay uh, these are the things which would but if you're just taking in rice and you know no veggies with it you okay. predispose yourself to, to right so essentially those would be preventive uh, measures or uh, exactly right to prevent the the, the piles from occurring in the yes. first place all right and indeed actually when you actually have the pals as well, we, we recommend it. Right. I forgot one, somebody asked share butter. Yes. Yes. So there are topical treatments right. you know, that we give. And of course, when you have these hemorrhoids and they are painful, we make sure that the stools that are coming out are soft and okay. sometimes also oily. Right. So that it causes less abrasion to the so exit. Laxatives and, home, and other things, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Home remedies for, for the pain. So yes, definitely sit back. But I there's a caution there. So warm, if you put some warm water there, it's great. So if you can get a shower and then just blow it to the back, it's great. Right. But if you use the big bowl and you sit in it, mm-hmm. remember what we talked about, yeah. sitting uh, 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 on the WC. Right. So you have to make sure that your sitting posture is good if you're doing a sit bath. Otherwise, right. it can actually predispose you to, okay. to more hemorrhage. There are also, you know, medical therapies. Mm-hmm. So for grade one and two, your doctors would often prescribe, you know, oral medicines, okay. some topical. So I'm sure many people Something know some medicines that you insert. Right. Those that you insert actually are just relievers. So they might relieve the pain, okay. but they don't cause regression of your hemorrhoid. Mm-hmm. There are some oral medicines, diosmins, which can cause some shrinking for grade one and two and some amount of grade three hemorrhoids. Okay. But the majority of grade three and grade four hemorrhoids would require 
surgery. Okay. So the higher the grade of the hemorrhoid, the more serious or severe the presentation and the yes. symptoms. Okay. The, 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 the bigger it is, but you can actually have a grade one hemorrhoid right. which can bleed severely. Okay. Yes. Right. Now, we hear a lot of uh, uh, traditional practitioners, uh, those who sell these herbal products, they even have songs and jingles about cocoa as if uh, it's a laughing matter. But uh, from our discussion with you, there are serious underlying issues that have to be properly investigated. Am I right, Doc? Yes. Right. And I was going to add, you mentioned people uncomfortable uh, about presenting with these symptoms uh, that we mentioned, but could there be the uh, aspect or the factor of fear? Because when you see blood in your stool or in the WC and all that, uh, you tend to reckon that there's something very, very serious going on. Could that be part of the problem as well? Yes. Um, so, well, maybe that could be 